section eight part one chapter two continued of the four horsemen of the apocalypse by vicente blasco ibanez this librivox recording is in the public domain the fame of his vast territories and his wealth in stock reached even to buenos aires every one knew of madariaga by name although very few had seen him when he went to the capital he passed unnoticed because of his country aspect the same leggings that he was used to wearing in the fields his poncho wrapped around him like a muffler above which rose the aggressive points of a necktie a tormenting ornament imposed by his daughters who in vain arranged it with loving hands that he might look a little more respectable one day he entered the office of the richest merchant of the capital sir i know that you need some young bulls for the european market and i have come to sell you a few the man of affairs looked haughtily at the poor cowboy he might explain his errand to one of the employees he could not waste his time on such small matters but the malicious grin on the rustic's face awoke his curiosity and how many are you able to sell my good man About about thirty thousand sir it was not necessary to hear more the supercilious merchant sprang from his desk and obsequiously offered him a seat you can be no other than don madariaga at the service of god and yourself sir he responded in the manner of a spanish countryman that was the most glorious moment of his existence in the outer door of the directors of the bank the clerks offered him a seat until the personage the other side of the door should deign to receive him but scarcely was his name announced than that same director ran to admit him and the employee was stupefied to hear the ranchman say by way of greeting i have come to draw out three hundred thousand dollars i have abundant pasturage and i wish to buy a ranch or two in order to stock them his arbitrary and contradictory character weighed upon the inhabitants of his lands with both cruel and good-natured tyranny no vagabond ever passed by the ranch without being rudely assailed by its owner from the outset don't tell me any of your hard luck stories friend he would yell as if he were going to beat him under the shed is a skinned beast cut and eat as much as you wish and so help yourself to continue your journey but no more of your yarns and he would turn his back upon the tramp after giving him a few dollars one day he became infuriated because a peon was nailing the wire fencing too deliberately on the posts everybody was robbing him the following day he spoke of a large sum of money that he would have to pay for having endorsed the note of an acquaintance completely bankrupt poor fellow his luck is worse than mine upon finding in the road the skeleton of a recently killed sheep he was beside himself with indignation it was not because because of the loss of the meat hunger knows no law and god has made meat for mankind to eat but they might at least have left the skin and he would rage against such wickedness always repeating lack of religion and good habits the next time the bandits stripped the flesh off the three cows leaving the skins in full view and the ranchman said smiling that is the way i like people honorable and doing no wrong his vigor as a tireless 
centaur had helped him powerfully in his task of populating his lands he was capricious despotic and with the same paternal instincts as his compatriots who centuries before when conquering the new world had clarified its native blood like the castilian conquistadors he had a fancy for copper-colored beauty with oblique eyes and straight hair when desnoyers saw him going off on some sudden pretext putting his horse at full gallop toward a neighboring ranch he would say to himself smilingly he is going in search of a new peon who will help work his land fifteen years from now the personnel of the ranch often used to comment on the resemblance of certain youths laboring here the same as the others galloping from the first streak of dawn over the fields attending to the various duties of pasturing the overseer celedonio a half-breed thirty years old generally detested for his hard and avaricious character also bore a distant resemblance to the patron almost every year some woman from a great distance dirty and bad-faced presented herself at the ranch leading by the hand a little mongrel with eyes like live coals she would ask to speak with the proprietor alone and upon being confronted with her he usually recalled a trip made ten or twelve years before in order to buy a herd of cattle you remember patron that you passed the night on my ranch because the river had risen the patron did not remember anything about it but a vague instinct warned him that the woman was probably telling the truth well what of it patron here he is it is better for him to grow to manhood by your side than in any other place and she presented him with the little hybrid one more and offered with such simplicity lack of religion and good habits then with sudden modesty he doubted the woman's veracity why must it necessarily be his but his wavering was generally short-lived if it's mine put it with the others the mother went away tranquilly seeing the youngster's future assured because this man so lavish in violence was equally so in generosity in time there would be a bit of land and a good flock of sheep for the urchin these adoptions at first aroused in missia petrona a little rebellion the only ones of her life but the centaur soon reduced her to terrified silence and you dare to complain of me you weak cow a woman who has only given me daughters you ought to be ashamed of yourself the same hand that negligently extracted from its pocket a wad of bills rolled into a ball giving them away capriciously without knowing just how much also wore a lash hanging from the wrist it was supposed to be for his horse but it was used with equal facility when any of his peons incurred his wrath i strike because i can he would say to pacify himself one day the man receiving the blow took a step backward hunting for the knife in his belt you are not going to beat me patron i was not born in these parts i come from corrientes the patron remained with upraised thong is it true that you were not born here then you are right i cannot beat you here are five dollars for you when desnoyers came on the place madariaga was beginning to lose count 
account of those who were under his dominion in the old latin sense and could take his blows there were so many that confusion often reigned the frenchman admired the patron's expert eye for his business it was enough for him to contemplate for a few moments a herd of cattle to know its exact number he would go galloping along with an indifferent air around an immense group of horned and stamping beasts and then would suddenly begin to separate the different animals he had discovered that they were sick with a buyer like madariaga all the tricks and sharp practice of the drovers came to naught his serenity before trouble was also admirable a drought suddenly strewed his plains with dead cattle making the land seem like an abandoned battlefield everywhere great black hulks in the air great spirals of crows coming from leagues away at other times it was the cold an unexpected drop in the thermometer would cover the ground with dead bodies ten thousand animals fifteen thousand perhaps more all perished what a knockout madariaga would exclaim with resignation without such troubles this earth would be a paradise now the thing to do is to save the skins and he would rail against the false pride of the immigrants against the new customs among the poor which prevented his securing enough hands to strip the victims quickly so that thousands of hides had to be lost their bones whitened the earth like heaps of snow the peoncitos little peons went around putting the skulls of cows with crumpled horns on the posts of the wire fences a rustic decoration which suggested a procession of grecian liars it is lucky that the land is left anyway added the ranchman he loved to race around his immense fields when they were beginning to turn green in the late rains he had been among the first to convert these virgin wastes into rich meadowlands supplementing the natural pasturage with alfalfa where one beast had found sustenance before he now had three the table is set he would chuckle we must now go in search of the guests and he kept on buying at ridiculous prices herds dying of hunger in others uncultivated fields constantly increasing his opulent lands and stock one morning desnoyers saved his life the old ranchman had raised his lash against a recently arrived peon who returned the attack knife in hand madariaga was defending himself as best he could convinced from one minute to another that he was going to receive the deadly knife thrust when desnoyers arrived and drawing his revolver overcame and disarmed the adversary thanks frenchy said the ranchman much touched you are an all-round man and i am going going to reward you from this day i shall speak to you as i do of my family desnoyers did not know just what this familiar talk might amount to for his employer was so peculiar certain personal favors nevertheless immediately began to improve his position he was no longer allowed to eat in the administration building the proprietor insisting imperiously that henceforth desnoyers should sit at his own table and thus he was admitted into the intimate life of the madariaga family End of section 8. Recording by Tony Oliva, Albuquerque, New Mexico.